This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. Nothing is private, not anymore. We teeter on the cusp of a cultural, technological, and societal revolution, the likes of which we have never seen before. While the political left and right continue to make abortion the face of the debate over the right of privacy in America, the government and its corporate partners, aided by rapidly advancing technology, are reshaping the world into one in which there is no privacy at all. Nothing that was once private is protected. We have not even begun to register the fallout from the tsunami bearing down upon us in the form of AI, or artificial intelligence, surveillance, and yet is already reorienting our world into one in which freedom is almost unrecognizable. AI surveillance harnesses the power of artificial intelligence and widespread surveillance technology to do what the police state lacks the manpower and resources to do efficiently or effectively. Be everywhere. Watch everyone. Everything. Monitor and identify, catalog, cross-check, cross-reference, and collude. Everything that was once private is now up for grabs to the right buyer. Governments and corporations alike have heedlessly adopted AI surveillance technologies without any care or concern for their long-term impact on the rights of the citizenry. As a special report by the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace warns, and I'm quoting here, A growing number of states are deploying advanced AI surveillance tools to monitor, track, and surveil citizens to accomplish a range of policy objectives, some lawful, others that violate human rights, and many of which fall into a murky middle ground, end of quote. Indeed, with every new AI surveillance technology that's adopted and deployed without any regard for privacy, Fourth Amendment rights and due process, the rights of the citizenry, are being marginalized, undermined, and eviscerated. Cue the rise of digital authoritarianism. Digital authoritarianism, as the Center for Strategic International Studies cautions, involves the use of information technology to surveil, repress, and manipulate the populace, endangering human rights and civil liberties, and co-opting and corrupting the foundational principles of democratic and open societies including freedom of movement, the right to speak freely and express political dissent, and the right to personal privacy online and off. The seeds of digital authoritarianism were planted in the wake of the 9-11 attacks with the passage of the U.S. Patriot Act, which justified broader domestic surveillance. In the decades following 9-11, a massive security industrial complex arose that was fixated on militarization, surveillance, and repression. Surveillance, however, is the key. We're being watched everywhere we go. Speed cameras, red light cameras, police body cameras, cameras on public transportation, cameras in stores, cameras on public utility poles, cameras in cars, cameras in hospitals and schools, cameras in airports. We're being recorded, folks, at least 50 times a day. It's estimated now there are upwards of 85 million surveillance cameras in the United States alone, second only to China. On any given day, the average American going about his daily business is monitored, surveyed, spied on, and tracked in more than 20 different ways by both government and corporate eyes and ears. Beware of what you say, what you read, what you write, where you go, and with whom you communicate, because it will all be recorded, stored, and used against you eventually, at a time and a place of the government's choosing. Yet it's not just what we say, where we go, and what we buy that's being tracked. 
Believe it or not, we're being surveyed right down to our genes. Thanks to a potent combination of hardware, software, and data collection that scans our biometrics, our faces, irises, voices, genetics, microbiomes, scent, gait, heartbeat, breathing, behaviors, and so on. It runs through the computer programs that can break the data down into unique identifiers and then offers them up to the government and its corporate allies for their respective uses. For instance, Emotion AI, an emerging technology that is gaining in popularity, uses facial recognition technology to analyze expressions based on a person's face print to detect their internal emotions of feelings, motivations, and attitudes. This is the slippery slope that leads to the thought police. The technology is already being used by border guards to detect threats at border checkpoints as an aid for detection and diagnosis of patients for mood disorders to monitor classrooms for boredom or disruption, and to monitor human behavior during video calls. From cameras that identify the faces of a passerby to algorithms that keep tabs on public sentiment online, artificial intelligence or AI-powered tools are opening new frontiers in state surveillance around the world. So begins the Carnegie Endowment's report on AI surveillance, and as it clearly notes, and I'm quoting here again, Law enforcement, national security, criminal justice, and border management organizations in every region are relying on these technologies, which use statistical pattern recognition, machine learning, and big data analytics to monitor citizens. In the hands of tyrants and benevolent dictators alike, AI surveillance is the ultimate means of repression and control, especially through the use of smart city, safe city platforms, facial recognition systems, and predictive policing. These technologies are also being used by violent extremist groups, as well as sex, child, drug, and arms traffickers for their own nefarious purposes. Both China and the United States have led the way in supplying the rest of the world with AI surveillance, sometimes at a subsidized rate. This is how totalitarianism conquers the world. Indeed, the danger posed by the AI surveillance state applies equally to all of us, lawbreaker and law abider alike. When the government sees all and knows all and has an abundance of laws to render even the most seemingly upstanding citizen a criminal and lawbreaker, then the old adage that you've got nothing to worry about if you've got nothing to hide no longer applies. As Orwell wrote in 1984, and I'm quoting here, you had to live, did live, from the habit that became instinct and the assumption that every sound you made was overheard and, except in darkness, every movement scrutinized. Folks, in an age of too many laws, too many prisons, too many government spies, and too many corporations eager to make a fast buck at the expense of the American taxpayer, we're all guilty of some transgression or other. No one is spared. My advice, tread cautiously. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, and its fictional counterpart, The Eric Blair Diaries, 1984 has become an operation manual for the omnipresent, modern-day AI surveillance state. It has arrived. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles 
to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.